Well, good afternoon, guys, and welcome to Beyond the Notion with me, Chloe Ferguson. I have a really, really nice guest today, and his name is Geordie Pierce, and he's a singer-songwriter, multi-instrumentalist, producer, um, probably a lot of other things too, but welcome, Geordie. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah, long list, but yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I said originally I thought Geordie, just because the first time we started speaking, I thought he was a producer, but I sort of uh, didn't I didn't do enough of stalking on Instagram. Um, so I had a look before and I was like, oh my goodness, yeah. And he was like, yeah, I actually sing and songwrite. And I checked out with Spotify, which you guys should as well. And it is, uh, to me, the biggest thing that I realise in your music is just the rhythm and the groove that you have is incredible. I really like your stuff. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> and um, the song, which I'm a bit, a bit cheeky again, guys, I've handpicked the song. The whole show is meant to be about the artists talk about their favourite songs, but I really want to know more about Geordie's song, which is called uh, Your Problem is the Blue. I mean, like, I guess you could tell us, like, can you sort of give us, um, I guess, a, a brief um, journey about, like, how it started? Like, was it music first or lyrics? Like, how did it start? Yeah. Um, it's an interesting story. Um the first lyric that actually appeared from that song was your problem Mr. Blue and it came from a, a college thing that happened I used to wear blue all the time blue's my favorite oh, color yeah. it always has been and I used to be obsessed with wearing it jeans hoodies you name it and um someone came up to me once and was like uh, you need to change your wardrobe I don't like how you wear that color all the time oh my god and uh I was like That's rude. <laughs> what <laughs> and, uh, wait who says yeah. that I, I don't know. Well I, well, I do know, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> but um, the, after that, I just I came up with the words, your problem is the blue. And I thought, hmm, that's an interesting title. Um, and then I just got writing about, um, I mean, the first lyrics, like my shirt is covering my skin, all that kind of stuff. It came from obviously the clothes being blue and all that kind of stuff. So that's how the, I started writing it. And then uh, I guess the chords just came naturally to me and everything else did as I was producing it I normally when I write songs I kind of write while I'm producing them at the same time and I kind of make a demo and then I make the whole thing again properly that way so yeah that's how it started wow there's like so many things I want to ask you about the production as well because the production is the first one of the first things that I noticed I thought the bass was so in line with the drums I know you guys listen all think well that's kind of the point but the fact that you've well, assuming you've done all this yourself, right? You've done all the production yourself. Really impressive. I'll, I'll play the song afterwards after we talk and the guys who are listening will know, oh my goodness, yes. It's just the levels, everything. There was no, it's tight, it's there. And I know that's what you do. So it's not like, oh, it's surprising. But I think it's amazing how you said like, I wrote the song while I produced it. Like That's how I actually work. I'm not a top producer. I'm still learning, but I find it, um, let's get the idea first. And then as you say, when you've got that, let's do the proper demo then. and Or, or rather, let's do the, the, the product. And um, is it, can I ask, is it Logic? Yeah, I use Logic, yeah. So those drums, like I actually thought to myself at first, I know you said you're a producer and I assumed it was Logic, but I, it to me sounded like there was an actual person drumming. So is it like a real drummer or is it the Logic drummer? It is, it's, it's neither. It's MIDI drums. So it's like ah, I've okay. actually gone in and because I didn't have uh, when I made the song, I didn't have access to real drums. I had to work out how to use different yeah. things like parallel compression to try and make it sound like yeah. 
it was kind of real but a lot of people that I've like like teachers that I've had at uni and college have said they can tell it's midi drums but <laughs> I don't I know <laughs> I, I don't think it sounds as monotonous as usual midi drums or like uh, what they call it I suppose like the, the drummer feature which I have spoken about guys on this show before but I love those features because I don't know anything about percussion and I don't obviously have a drummer at the moment because I'm just not where I was when I was with my band but um, to me it does sound I, I sort of imagined two guys or girls in the studio just playing this and you were there singing but then you sort of tell me, no, I did it all myself. So it's really good. Like, I can't wait to show it to the, to the guys uh, and your fans will know this as well. Like people who like the song. Um, when did you um, release this song? I released it with my debut album, The Things, plug. Ah. Um, on, it was the 1st of May last year, just after lockdown hit. So. Yeah, it's. I have to kind of ask about uh, that because mm-hmm. I was having one of my YouTube binges and I was getting into a bit of a rabbit hole with all these songs. And I, I love the cover art of that uh, release, by the way. Thank you. So it's. did you say it was an EP, sorry, or an album? Album, 10 songs. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty, um, that sounds like a, how did you get on with that? Like, how long did it take you to do the album? It started off as an EP. Um I had all the songs written, but I wanted to, there were, I mean, at college at the time, there was a lot of people releasing stuff and I kind of wanted to get in on the the action. So I took four of the songs that I had produced already and thought, let's stick them in an EP, put them out, and then I'll make the rest of the album and then I'll add it on and then we can make those songs live longer if you know what I mean so I think it's yeah it's good to have 10 songs or or like rather a a big album because obviously I know that at the time I guess at that point we were all kind of like oh corona's happened but at that point you I think all of us probably thought it's going to be fine we can gig we can release and Mm -hmm. um, it seems like you've actually had a good response when you go back on your YouTube it looks like you've had such a good response especially with this particular song Um, definitely yeah I always go by numbers and I shouldn't, but I think it shows a lot when the Spotify's are above a thousand, you know, that's when you know, like, oh my goodness, there's been this many hits. And where do you think, like, do you know where that kind of audience for this song has come from? Like, has it been playlists or? Yeah, playlists. I, when I went to uni, I um, was told about, at at BIM Bristol, you kind of have these things called tutorials and you can speak to different teachers, even if they're not your own, um, about different things. Like if you want to, get better at vocals you can speak to a vocal teacher if you want to get better at marketing you can speak to a business teacher um and I spoke to um a guy called Dan Brown he does events and stuff like that and I asked him about how artists in the past have gotten so many hits so many plays and so many listeners Uh, and he said one good thing to do is to look at playlists and figure out what genre your song is and find people who will put your song on a playlist so I kind of narrowed your pop and Mr. Blue down to indie rock yeah. and just searched and searched. And um, eventually I found a playlist that had about 10,000 followers. Oh, and wow. um, I, yeah. I asked the person to put me on and they put me on straight away. And oh, wow. it all just went straight uphill from there. <laughs> and That's amazing. Yeah, yeah it's uh, I think sometimes you've got to be that direct, haven't you? For so many times I thought if my music's that good, someone will ask me, but it's not like that. I think definitely I did a bit of sort of research about my indie pop and you have, you sometimes got to just, there's so many sites actually, which uh, you can submit to. And actually this is so not what I was going to ask you originally, but just for people who are like I was last year, I was struggling with knowing how to get those playlists. Is there any like particular 
um, sites that you you sort of go to for submitting playlists or? Um, I okay. At, at first, I went onto a site called I think it was Daily Playlists. Oh yeah. Um, and I tried to submit some songs to that, and I don't. I still don't think to this day it's been like two months. I still haven't had a response from any of the playlists I went to. So what I the trick that, that I kind of went for is when you search on Spotify, you can kind of type in the genre and then type submissions at the end. And all the playlists that come up normally in like the bio kind of have uh, submissions, go to this Instagram, submissions, email this email and so on. And it's, if you get the Instagram ones, they're just easy to search up yeah. and message them. Hey, I've got this song. Do you want to put on your playlist? And that's kind of the way I had to go about it in the end. Cause I don't, I, yeah. I know, I'm very I'm, I'm not very patient <laughs> so <laughs> when it comes to stuff like that and you've just got to wait and wait and wait for a response mm. it's kind of hit or miss so it's I think you have to be sort of what's the word um as efficient as possible um and you can't yeah you, you have to be patient I think in terms of like okay there's so much so much good music out there there's so much good indie rock and indie pop and whatever electronic pop but I think I agree with you like I tr I tr also tried daily playlists and uh, it was the same for me I didn't hear anything like a rejection it was just I think this was literally about four months ago so I thought Do you know I'm going to try the things and you're right as well with Instagram I think I've found when even I've spoken to a few people from this podcast it's 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 just like literally you get a response straight away it's just I think it's yeah, the most like obviously there's Twitter and stuff I don't do Twitter to be honest I've got a Twitter account but um it's all about I think finding which which way's faster isn't it and um mm -hmm. but that's really cool though it's really good when I saw that I was I was there saying to you like oh you're a producer let's talk about production but then you're like no I'm a songwriter go on just Spotify <laughs> you've got almost 3,000 uh hits on this and which to me is amazing like I've never even I don't think I've hit like 1,500 so and for me um, it's amazing as well <laughs> it must be, it must feel good seeing that like it did when it first it's the first song that went above a thousand and it was so good just not to see the arrow a thousand I was like yes I've got one that yeah you've gone over <laughs> it <laughs> I've made it yeah and um I, I never want to talk about other songs I'm just looking at these songs here uh I really enjoyed and guys you can have a little um Geordie Pierce um binge on YouTube as well I shouldn't do this because we're talking about one song but why not? I, I wanted to ask you about uh, the Lona virus. Okay. I really enjoyed that song, to be honest. Yeah, I. It was at first I thought I know what's coming. It's going to be. It's he's going to have his lovely voice and nice ukulele playing. He's going to be singing about banana bread, but it wasn't mm -hmm. at all. It's it's you're talking about I think kind of the loneliness uh, people were facing and you're sort of like my mate my mates are isolating and um yeah we, we won't go into that because i we are sticking to this song but i just want to say that's I, I loved the take of that and it was really really well written thank you thank you i did i, I was very proud of coming up with the loan of iris as like it rhymes it's like a hot yeah. yeah like it's yeah. not a complete <laughs> rhyme but that's what makes it nice it's got this sort of spin because you think loan of ah and it, and it is i think yeah. that's the thing that we're all getting from this whole situation but mm -hmm. We'll talk more about motivation like soon because I'd like to know how okay. if you've stayed motivated. Um, that's what I've been asking everybody. But um, let me see what else. Okay, so with um, this song, this uh, your problem is the blue. I'm wondering uh, what has the response. I know we've kind of just spoken about that, but <laughs> what has the response apart from Spotify? Like, what have people said about the song? Um, 
a lot of people have a lot of different kind of responses to different songs on that album rather than just that one so um from people around me that I know my friends my family that's that's a good song but they prefer some of the other ones because they're older like I've written them before and I've gigs with them for longer and they're more personal to them but people who uh, are new to my music tend to because it's the most streamed or the most viewed it's normally the first one you click on and that's the one that people kind of um are attracted to but um I people love it people think it's well mixed well produced as you you said to me earlier and um it's definitely one that I put the most passion and the most um time into um so to see the response big or small from anyone it's it's great and um I've spoken there's a there's a guy that I've been speaking to recently called uh, I don't know if I should say that I could say his name I, his name's Ewan and um he's a really really nice guy and I won't get into too much but he um he wanted to remix uh, that song and I gave him the stems and he's been passing the stems on to other people so now there's a bit a bit of a thing where people are making remixes of the song which is oh really cool gosh. and I've That's been amazing. listening to those yeah it's weird <laughs> with hearing my voice in different songs it's yeah strange but, it's it's yeah, a nice way really it's like another nice way to get the song out though sometimes we've all had those songs that are remixes and then you've been like let me just see what the actual version is like but it's that it must feel so nice uh I've had people remix some of my songs before and it's just nice because you get to have all these different spins and like their perspectives and it's nice because you can then release that and for those people like you said who click on that first thing I think like for me that was the first one I went to because I thought oh my goodness it's obviously been on a lot of playlists so I want to hear what it's about and but all the other songs are strong as well like you've got um sorry I'll keep reverting back to my phone here I'm not being rude (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving gaps for the listeners here but it's always nice, I think, to talk about the song in context, even towards the other songs. And it's interesting, like you said, some people don't prefer it. People prefer the older songs, which they might have been more familiar with, that you seem to be a bit more maybe stripped back. And um, like this video is on YouTube. I saw a really nice video, actually. It was something to do with Ireland. Uh, what was that now? That, let me see, have a look. It said it was the person who uploaded it. Um, going back to YouTube again. I just find it so cool to see the visuals. And, uh Oh, I'm sure that there was a video, maybe it's, uh, okay, I thought there was, I can't remember what it was. It was a video of you singing anyway. It was, it was really nice. It was just you. I think you were in your room. Uh, and now. Oh, okay. No, I, I think that was, um, yeah, Ireland, like music or something like that. They, uh, yeah. That was weird. That video has got more views than anything on my YouTube channel. That's I'm what fuming. I thought. <laughs> fuming. <laughs> I thought like when when you weren't saying anything a few minutes ago, I thought, oh my goodness, there's another Geordie Pierce who I've been watching him for the past hour, like trying to <laughs> trying to listen to his music, and I thought you're just there, like, huh? But yeah, it's interesting that that was the first one that came up when I was looking at your things, and obviously the one yeah. with the, the chili festival. <laughs> but that's so funny but it was really nice though like I enjoyed it I was I was hunting for this song I thought like I really want there to be a music video because I want to know what he's singing about in this mm-hmm. um but I found that Irish video but it's got a lot of views on it hasn't it it has yeah. there was actually um I'm pretty sure someone insulted me in the comments of that video as well when I, when I was looking through yeah. it and I just I responded to it with a laughing face I found it hilarious I love, I love oh my gosh that's not you don't want that <laughs> people just do it don't they people just it's, do it there's it's always one honestly you could have like a hundred nice comments 
and I, I got one last year for a cover I did and it was such it was about the way I looked and I was like oh my goodness it's it's I, I've just done a backing track on logic and spent 24 hours on this and <laughs> you know it's all I get is your hair is bad or it's like oh my goodness what a bet yeah, get, get a life in it <laughs> seriously they obviously want to go on it and they want to listen to you because they wouldn't be on there listening to you so yeah exactly whatever i think uh, keep uploading and i really would like to see i know you can't at the moment and we'll go on to like the whole pandemic thing in a second but mm -hmm. do you think that um as time goes on do you think you're going to like release music videos as well i've wanted to i think the problem is i haven't really known i don't, I don't really have a lot of people around me to um like network with in that area of like production where I can release a song and then just go to someone like, hey, can we make a music video? I don't really know anyone who does music videos. So, uh, I mean, if anyone's available and listening to this, feel free to message me. Yeah, I'll put <laughs> uh, the contact yeah. details. I'll put Geordie's uh, Instagram at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah, no, I I thought about it and I have kind of storyboard ideas in my head uh, of like different songs, and, but I've never actually been able to, I never had the opportunity to put them into practice. So unfortunately not. <laughs> I think there's a lot of there'd be a lot of good narrative because um, I'm looking at these these song titles. You've got like your favorite place, a message for a friend. Think about the things. Obviously, your problem is the blue. They all sound to me as soon as I saw all these titles. I was like, I want to know. You know, it's that thing where you have a striking title, especially your problem is the blue. Hence why I picked it because I was like, huh. But um, I know what you mean. It's difficult now, though, isn't it? We can't really. All the people I've spoke to who managed to do music videos, it was kind of a last minute thing or something that was just really lucky because mm -hmm. what, you know, what is this? You know, you can't really go out. You can't even barely film on fields opposite your house because, you know, sure. what's what's right and who can come over and then. Um, but, yeah, I'll ask you um, to do with that. I, I was going to ask you kind of. Uh, well, actually, first I'll ask you, have you been motivated, more motivated or less motivated in the pandemic to write? I've heard you ask this to other musicians, so I've, I was anticipating this question. Um, it's a mixture of both, because at the start of lockdown in March, that was kind of when I was finishing off the album. Um, I released Alone of Virus, and I, at that point, when I released the album, I was like, OK, let's let's relax. Let's not worry about music let's not pick up the guitar for a week or so and then I'll just play it casually rather than uh put loads of energy into something that I'm not going to enjoy doing um but since I've been to uni and since I've had um loads of different experiences because I write based off experiences um yeah. and just thoughts I do a lot of thinking <laughs> probably yeah, too much yeah. but um no, uh, since, yeah, since going to uni, things have changed. I've changed and um, there's more room now to write about stuff that isn't to do with the pandemic. Mm. Um, so, yeah, no, I've kind of moved out of that writer's block a bit recently. Wow. Mm. That sounds good, actually. It's nice to hear that. It's also nice to hear somebody saying, cause like you said, you've listened to the other ones. I think it's either all or nothing. That's It's either been, no, it was bad uh, or it's been like, no, I've already done well, but I think I'm sort of with you. I think uh, it started off like that or, or maybe the opposite for me. I was really into it. And then suddenly it's like there's a contrasting. I think just as you say, when you think a lot and if you're a thoughtful person hmm. and if you've got, you know, like different moods throughout the day or throughout the few months, it, it's nice that you've had the contrast though. And I guess and on, uh, I guess on the tail end of that sort of, um, 
how have you kept yourself like if there's a day when you're just like I'm not feeling it and I know you're a student at the moment so what's been like how can you get yourself up of the metaphorical creative bed when you're down ah good question um like I said I think going to uni is because it's been such a big change I've lived on my own now for the first time I've met people that I wouldn't have met uh, before and there's so many musicians that I've met that are mm. brilliant fantastic uh Kayleen and Rachel being two of them that yeah. you've done previous podcasts with and yeah just being around all those people and getting to know all these people and messaging and listening to all these people's stuff even if it's not stuff that you're into it's it just makes you think it made me want to do it like I've seen all these people releasing songs, all these bands getting together. And I'm like, right, I want to get back into this because it gave me kind of the feeling of back in college when I was kind of wanting to release stuff with everyone. I kind of wanted to bring myself back up. And, um, but without forcing it, I kind of just, I just write, I don't know. I write about change uh, recently. It's all been about change and um, the change of being at uni and all these musicians and stuff. And that's kind of what's, made the, yeah. li- the lyrics come into my head kind of thing it's hard to explain it's really difficult to say how you can get off the creative bed because mm. it's different for everyone everyone has a different mind everyone has a different work ethic so yeah. um yeah that's my uni, way <laughs> yeah because actually i think we've still got some time actually and i was um i, I never really want to go into like people who do music education, even though I've done uni, I've done college um, and stuff like that with music. And I just finished a master's last year in songwriting, but I think it is, I don't know, maybe I should actually be a bit more like open to talking to people about this because I don't want you guys as songwriters, like you, for example, I don't want you to think, oh, um, I'm only doing this because I'm doing it at uni. Like this is the only motivation because you could tell that you've been writing. If you just look at your YouTube, you've you've been writing for so many years. And yes, you went to college. I assume to do music, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, music and sound production. Yeah. Oh, okay. So that's where your good production skills came in. I'm like, I'm wondering how I'm not at the, this level that you're at when I've uh, I've been doing pop music performance and stuff. But is that the course you're on now? Then is it music performance? Uh. I, well I did so the course name in college was digital music production and then I moved on oh. to music and sound production in uni but I'm oh. still songwriting I think I get the most satisfaction from bringing ideas to life so the production oh. side of it is really where I like it satisfies me <laughs> yeah you get I think that with production you get a good feel sometimes even just like you said writing within production or producing as you write rather which is to me it's, it's the only way that I can do it I sort of sit down with logic and I've got some chords then uh, I have like maybe I'll get obviously the bass and drums and even though it's definitely nothing like the final product's going to be to me it gives a good like we're getting deep now but like timbre and how the, the yeah. vibe's going to be of the song I'm sure you know you know way more about that than I do but um yeah that's so you're still uh, and your first year right yeah first year uni yeah that's right <laughs> Yeah, and um, just I think I asked this to Kayleen and Rachel. They were they were really sort of talking up the course they were doing at Bristol. But um, are you finding that it's sort of like what you've wanted out of the course as a musician? Um, <laughs> that's a, so it's going to yeah. either be a yes or a no. You're just like, um, <laughs> but I like uh, that. Tell us everything. <laughs> like I'm I'm really curious because I've never been a student when it's been the pandemic. So it's yes and no. I've 
I've really enjoyed everything that I've been able to do at BIM and you know meeting these people um going out with these people when I can and uh writing producing um all this kind of stuff I've done I've done a lot and I've learned so much since I started going but it's just when you think about what you could have done what you what things could be happening you know that's when it starts to you're like oh, for god's sake i could have yeah there could have been loads of parties i could have gone to i could have gone out oh. loads more i could have had jamming sessions and gone to the studio more and it's just it's difficult it's it's like but i'm okay with it because i know that these lockdowns are what we need to get out of this eventually yeah. so it's like all of it is going to be worth it in the end i just hope that I hope it hurries up. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're singing about this on your song, Lonavirus. You're singing about, it's like, I think it's, I think you released that in April, at least on YouTube you did. And you're singing about all these things, which to me, like they're still there. Like how is it still in this situation? You know, how are we still locked down? And um, and it's, I feel bad, obviously for you guys. I think I said the same to um, your two course mates, like, well, you know, um, Kayleen and Rachel, I thought, because it's, I don't even think about that. We we had when we when I was a student. I think my first year was 2013, and it's like we we you just wouldn't think that it would come to that. But you guys know that even last year you might have had a bit of freedom. But the good thing is you're on a three year course. I imagine is that right? Yes, that's right. Yeah. And to me, right, honestly, the vaccines are, are working their way through people, and mm-hmm. I think it's it's better that you don't put it on hold because it's like it'd be awful for you to go six years ahead and think, well, I could have had that. And I'm sure that because of what you do is production, I'm sure there's a lot of like share screen and you're still learning how to produce. And yeah, you do network as well, but you certainly, I'm sure definitely as a producer, more than I'd say the performance people Mm -hmm. are getting more because you're actually watching someone. Yeah, I suppose it's easier because with videos of, you can just watch videos of people on logic making stuff and i recently bought a video um of uh, there's a mixing engineer called adam hawkins uh, i don't know if anyone watching this would know who he is but he mixed um and produced the 21 pilots album Ooh, oh Trent. my gosh yeah and um there's a two-hour lecture of him just going through uh chlorine the entire mix everything wow. and it's so insightful and it's amazing and i've learned so much from that um Wow. But it's, yeah, but so you can learn like this, at least I can learn like this, but there are people in different situations doing different things and it's, it's hard because, I mean, I've had it sometimes where you kind of, I find it easier to learn by doing the thing rather than just being told about it. Like, um, so that's where I, I really feel for a lot of students who are doing more physical courses. So like song, I mean, the songwriting, you is okay it's more like the performance side it's really like strange because there, there are videos of all the performance students in like bands and stuff and they've all got all the screens between them and it's just it looks so unnatural and it looks yeah. so, you need oh, that vibe of the it. yeah and it's 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 the people who have spoke to who are doing those courses it's amazing because they're so uh, what's the word of course you're going to be enthusiastic but it's good how they're just they're like no I'm still going to do it and if we have to do like a live stream instead of a, a performance but yeah I feel I'm with you it's just it, it's I can't even say it's a new normal you know and people keep saying to me Chloe it will end soon so uh but I think 
it's good. I'm, I'm, it's, it's good to speak to people who actually went through on the course. So well done for just actually like being like, do you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. It's what, obviously you're so passionate about your music, which is so evident. You just got to look at this guy's room, honestly. And I don't know if I'm going to put the video out, video out, yeah. but I'm looking at his really pretty guitars. <laughs> it's a bit like a guitar jungle. <laughs> There's, I mean, it, it's lovely. Yeah. You can take a picture of it if you like afterwards and put it on your story if you like. Yeah, I was going to say, put it, I'll, t- I'll tag you and people will be like, oh, it's the guy with all the instruments. Obviously, I know you guys are all songwriters probably. And it's, uh, I can't really compete. I've got two synths and I've got a guitar that's lonely in the corner. But <laughs> I just, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a nice, maybe I will put the video up because it's nice to see. It just shows, I think, how much money and how much time and how much effort you've put into your songs. And, you know, it's, um, yeah, it, but it's good to know that you're getting so many, you've got so much music out. It's recent and it's current. And yeah, I'm really excited. I hope that, silly question, but do you have any gigs booked this this, this year? Sorry if that sounds sarcastic. Um, it isn't. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> the six coming up in June. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I wish. No, I, I mean, I had a lot of gigs last year that I were that I was going to play in places that I'd always wanted to play and they were in April and they got cancelled so oh gosh bad, but yeah. um no I mean I'm I'm kind of at the moment most of my focus is on writing good like songs at the moment just mm. I want to save the production side while I'm studying it because I'm just gone into my second semester um, I want to study it a bit more and then yeah. once I've written these songs and maybe during the summer I'll probably spend a lot of time actually making them so you can use all those things that you've learned it's nice isn't it when you, when you learn so many tricks like you said that video um 21 pilots it's like you can you can absorb that in your head and then when you, you actually write these songs you'd be like well you've got that skill as well I think there's nothing better probably nothing more what's the word kind of um I don't know what you call it really. It's like it, it's it's just it's another. Uh, you don't have to think about getting a producer, and you know your intention as well. It's not as if you have to sit there like, oh, he thinks that's better, but uh, you know it's it's all your work, and I think that's awesome. It, it's a big inspiration, I think, for people out there. Thank you. I d- I definitely think that there are pros and cons. I think because recently I've been really interested in collaborating and mm. getting to know other artists, and you know. Um, get involved with what they do and have them get involved with what I do kind of thing but I think when it I think those kind of things will be more for singles I think I'd like I'd like to do singles with other artists at BIM and stuff I think when it comes to albums or EPs that's when it gets a bit more personal and I like because I'm I spend a lot of time in my own head and I like I kind of dissect things very specifically I'm very I don't want to say organized I'm not very organized at all but I definitely spend a lot of time in my head and when I've got ideas musical ideas I find it hard if I'm so passionate about them I want to keep them I find it hard to share them with other artists (laughs) the stuff that I've written before has been intended for other people to jump on and um, stuff even though it hasn't happened yet but you have to be like that because we've all been there we had to do collaboration in my songwriting masters and um, it was great but um like little things that I shared I kept I thought I'm gonna give it to people and it's just sort of it's not like it's been used in the wrong way but it, it kind of dispersed because it turned into something else that didn't work out so it's a nice that's a good point you make about it's what our tutor used to call it being precious about your work and I think it's not even like it's uh some sort of arrogance I think you should keep those things as you say you have to sort of think about it in your head and some things totally are you know that some things might not be 100% there so maybe it can be improved by your mate or by, you know, your, um, your collaboration buddy, you know, it's, 
I like how you said that because you do have to compartmentalize I think when it comes especially if you're act, like songwriting a lot and you seem to be really in tune with you, what you want which is really good yeah yeah I think so, yeah it depends what you write I think with your problem is the blue the lyrics behind that are way way more personal than some of those stuff I've written recently there's wow. a song that I've written I'm not, I'm not gonna say what it is because I might release it at some point uh but it's a very like generic charlie pooth attention kind of song where it's like oh how dare you be mean to me when we were in a relationship kind of thing it's like that it's one of those things and i think it that would work better with someone else jumping on it than if something something that genuinely really came from the heart if you know what i mean so yeah it's a whole other intention i think as well um yeah th- this song is quite I did I get that, got that vibe that's why I was like I need to find out about this and I was just thinking when you're talking about that song about the person like how personal it is I was thinking like do you actually still wear blue I mean I'm not right now but I, I was gonna I, say I, this is it's, it's not this is not a, cr- a cry for help I think you probably do still <laughs> you know but I love that I still can't get over the narrative of it because when you when actually my again we talk about notion a lot on this uh, podcast and to me the thing I got was I thought it might have been maybe about somebody who was going through depression or, you know, like people say winter blues, January blues. I thought mm. it's your problem with maybe I'm down or rather your problem is because you're down. But I love how it's just, I, I never thought like it's literally about college, I guess you said, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, th- yeah, th- that's that's a situation with the blue clothes and stuff. That's what inspired the lyric. Your problem is the blue, but the actual song is like meant completely about something else. But okay, I love so it's like that a you said, yeah, yeah, I love that you said about what you take from that song because that's yeah. the point of the song. Is to okay. it, that's why I love it so much is because it it's the closest to me than any other song that I've done, and it's because it's so open to um like perspective it's like mm. everyone takes their own thing from it because uh my intention of the song was i, I don't know do you want me to go in proper detail of course this is what we want we're gonna dig deep go before. for it oh I've well done this before so if you're comfortable exclusive, exclusive yeah, guys come on it's a big deal um okay so uh, right, let's start with the colour blue. That's my favourite colour. And I associate it with calmness and um, happiness and re- relaxation and all that kind of stuff. And that's what the colour means to me. And I, I'm aware that blue isn't everyone's favourite colour. And that's the point, because I know that other people view it differently. And I wanted to play on the idea because... I'm quite an optimistic person at times and often it's more optimistic than my peers, especially at college when I wrote the song, this was huge for me. Uh, When I wanted to play off the idea that teenagers are often very down and very like negative and I was the opposite. And that's why I didn't get along with a lot of people. So hence your problem is the blue, your problem is the positivity, the calmness, the kindness. And, um, and that's why I play along the lines of insecurities. And then I go back to the original thing where it's about clothes, but then it's about oh insecurities. God. And it literally- It's so deep, is massive, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, I was, I was, that's why I'm so proud of the song because I'm, I, it, everything works so well and it just fits. It's clever, like, actually. Yeah. And then just to make yeah. it even more confusing, you say about, uh, cause you said I like to associate blue with calm. I understand that cause I'm sort of thinking of water waves, calm, sea, tranquility, yeah. but- 
But at the same time, it's so funny, isn't it? Because I was there going, oh, it's about it's about the blues. It's about depression. It's about even I, at one point I thought maybe in college you were into like the blues. Obviously, we did a lot of blues in our college. They taught us about, you know, sort of how to structure your song like the, the blues of the, the 50s or whatever. But um, that's really deep. So it's kind of like you're saying uh, I've had that with people. Sometimes people have said to me, like, you're so sprightly or, you know, maybe in the morning, Chloe, you need to calm down because you're so happy in the morning and stop being so happy. I've literally had somebody say that to me. So it's interesting. So the thing that I'm getting from it now is like, like you said, people have this, uh, I guess, predetermined thing about teenagers. I was quite, <laughs> some days I just wasn't feeling it when I was a teenager, but, mm-hmm. um, but I like that. So, so this person, I guess, had a bit of a, you know, like an attitude, like, why are you so happy or why are you so positive? And mm-hmm. wow, it's deep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But I can't stress enough how I, I don't want, what I've just said to, to change the of the song I don't yeah. want that to become what everyone else thinks of that song I want everyone who listens to that song and thinks of the color blue to make that song mean what they want to mean that's yeah. the point of the song and that's that's why it's the closest to me I've ever gotten because that's what I, that's the kind of music I want to make where everyone has their own story to tell but yeah. in the same song and that's it's like kinda... a, I said this quote, this little anecdote, not anecdote, but I learned, uh, I watched an interview with Billie Eilish and she was like, uh, they said, what does this song mean? She went, it means whatever you want it to mean. She said, I've got a personal thing. But I think the reason she was so uh, protective of it is that she knew her fans would probably be like, oh, hey, did you know that it's not really about that? And it's really about that. And she, I think it was so personal to her. I still don't know what that song's about, but she said to someone on like Radio 1, she's like, I want to keep that for my own, but I think it's nice how you've actually been open to it because to me, it's, it, I can, I do want to listen to that song again and be like, Oh my goodness, that's what he meant. Like, I think it answers a lot of questions about, cause there were a few lyrics and I thought, what does he mean? And that's exactly why I was like, please, can we do this song? Cause it, Definitely, yeah. but you, you, as you've said that you, you can tell that's why probably it's, it's why it's, it's, you know, played so much and, um, but I don't think people will change there. If you if you if you hear something in a song, if you hear it or if you get a perspective, to me, your first perspective perspective sticks, especially if it's such a big deal and it's such a good song. So but thank you for being open about that. I'm always like, I don't want to ask people That's too right. much because it might ruin the perception. Yeah, I mean, I'm okay with being open about my views on the song, just as long as people it won't change or ruin okay. it. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean a lot of people would be in the same boat as well as me so it might give some people hope or some people kind of the feeling of they're not alone but no I, I'm okay with what I mean I meant that song in that way so it's mm. I think it's okay for me to explain what I meant but that doesn't mean I'll always be open about meanings of songs but that one True, yeah there, so might be, there might be more yeah mm. there might be some like we, we just don't want to talk about isn't it sometimes you're just like no I think because the point of the song is because I want it to be open to interpretation. I that's why I'm I'm happy to say what my that's what my view is. But that yeah. the song doesn't mean that. The song means whatever you want it to mean, but that's what I've made it mean to me. Yeah. So I think that's so cool though still. I think it's nice. It's like talking to an author about they might I don't know, the, the guy who wrote Alice in Wonderland or maybe JK Rowling. It's like mm. what we see in Harry Potter might be something different totally different to what she wrote. I mean obviously it's a story. It's about a guy. It's he's got magic powers. But I know when I sort of watched a documentary on that, I'm not even really a fan of Harry Potter, but I was fascinated that all the, the characters meant something emotionally to her, like the Death Eaters. And I thought, oh my goodness, that makes me really sad to watch it now. But I still yeah. don't think of it like that. When I see it, I'm like, oh, that's, that's a cool 
notion you know that she's going for but mm. it is what it is it's whatever we perceive it as and that's the beauty i think of music you can do that can't you i think isn't there with um the winnie the pooh characters each character is oh, yeah. meant to represent a different um like depression anxiety I thought it was a joke, but we were all, especially now, <laughs> mental health, like it's, it's in, it's, but I love that actually, because it's like seeing, it's like, um, it's like the, the, the golden blue dress, you know, some people see it one way or some people see it the other way. And yeah. that's insane. I forgot about that one actually, but the, in music, there's so many, because it's obviously covered by, you kind of got this sugar coating of music and. I even spoken about the music. We've gone so over. I don't know if Zoom's going to cut me off, but I'm. I just loved right. the narrative behind this, and thank you for like you. being open about uh, like the actual thing. And I know you were fine with that, but it, I think sometimes it's hard. I, I still think sometimes the people I've spoke to, like maybe I shouldn't have asked that because it is very personal, intimate to them. But thanks for letting us know, like exactly, kind of get to the root of what it's about. Because I'm going to listen to it again, knowing that, and it's going to be quite cool. But. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I should have gone to the music, but I'm pretty sure we've got, I, th- I think we've gone over 30 minutes. I'm not sure. I can't tell. Um, maybe come back for the second season. I'm sort of thinking about what to do for series two now. So I'd love to have you back, especially I'd love to talk to you about production as well. Yeah, yeah, of course. It seems like you've already, you've got good, um, you know what you want with your songs and it's, it's just there. I like it. There's no, it's effortless and it's just there. There's nothing too spicy. It's just good songs. And yeah. Yeah, so uh, thank you so much to Jordi, guys. I'm going to play the song now. And yeah, please come back soon. Thank you so much for your time. And you've been awesome. <laughs> it's been awesome being here. I'm happy. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Your pride.